Well, we took this opportunity to bring up uh, one of our favorite teachers, Miss Barbara Cloud, if you would kindly come to the front. Let's hear it for Barb. Yes, let's honor her. She's got her fan club here, too, looks like this morning. Just stretch your hands out towards her. She's got a good word. We're just going to bless her some more. Father, we thank you for Barb. We thank you for the word that's in her. We ask you, God, to give peace to her heart and let the words of life flow out of her, God, according to your will, in Jesus' name, amen. Okay, now I'm on. She is. And she, it is her birthday. It is. Do I look older? You do not. <laughs> You're getting younger. Oh. Thank to Miss Claire, all right? Everybody. Everybody. Hey, look at mine. <laughs> I'm about to wash that gray right out of my hair. It's so hard when you see gray in your children's heads. It's like. All right, here we go. One, two, three. Happy birthday to you. <laughs> Barbara, happy birthday to you. Yeah. Oh, you are a gracious group. Good morning. Let me tell you how this message came about. When I go to bed, I have to think. I'm sure you think too. When you go to bed, you think in your mind, and then you fall asleep. Well, I was thinking there are... I want to name the gifts of the Spirit. So I name them off, and I get eight. And then I go backwards, and I get eight. And I can't think of the ninth one. So I think, I'll look that up in the morning, but I forgot. Just the next night, I go to bed, and I'm counting the fruit again, and I'm only coming up with eight. And so the next morning, I get up, I get my Bibles, my notebook, and I go to the kitchen table, that's where I do my studying, and I looked it up, I knew exactly where it was, it's in Galatians, and I look it up, and the one I'm missing is self-control. Yeah, self-control. So I sat down that day, and I, I did this lesson, wrote all these pages, and got up from doing that, went in and checked my email, and I had an email from Eric. And he said, I'm going to be visiting a church. Would you like to bring a message? Oh, God, you must want self-control to come because I've got it ready. So that's how you're getting this message today. So I go to the dictionary and I look up self-control. It's control of one's self or one's feelings or one's action. Control over me. With that word comes things like self-restraint. That's control over my feelings and my actions. It's self-control, it says. Self-sacrifice, the sacrifice of oneself or one's interest, usually for the benefit of others. And then on the other side, that, those were all positive, but on the other side of self is things like self-centered, self-destructive, selfish, self-pity. Self-righteous, self-seeking, self-willing, self-serving, all which are of the flesh. So we have these two battles going on inside of us, the flesh and the spirit. 
And what God wants to do is he wants to control or he wants to train our mouths, our ears, our eyes, our hands, our feet, our mind. He wants to train our heart. He wants us to put all of that under his control. Now, it's, it's when something's coming along that you know you shouldn't see, don't look. When you're going to something that's happening that you shouldn't hear, don't hear. Because once it's in there, then the enemy can play games with it. So we need to guard. We need a guard put up that immediately when something's coming at us that is not good, it's going to contaminate us, we need to put a guard up. But let's go back and let's look at the fruits. I have an assistant here today, and he's going to um, do the power thing. And we don't know if we're going to run together or not because I never know where I'm going. I hope the Lord does. Now, I want you to grab your Bibles because we're going to look up some scripture today. We're going to look at scripture. <clears throat> Start with Galatians 5. So we're talking about self-control. And what we're really wanting is God control. Those two things. All right, Galatians 5. But the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. Against such things there is no law. Those who belong to Christ Jesus have crucified the sinful nature with its passions and desires. Have you crucified your sinful nature? Have you? That's a question we have to ask ourselves today. Since we live by the Spirit, let us keep in step with the Spirit. Let us not become conceited, provoking, envying each other. So we need to train our flesh to respond to the Spirit. Now let's go to 2 Peter 1, 5 through 9. In 2 Peter, he says... Now, you have to remember that I'm using three different Bibles when I'm doing my study. So if it's King James and then it's International or it's Holman, that's because I just bounce around. So you just have to go with me and I, you know, I'm explaining why I do what I do. Second Peter, but also for this very reason, giving all diligence, add to your faith virtue, to virtue, knowledge, to knowledge, self-control, to self-control, perseverance, to perseverance, godliness, to godliness, brotherly kindness, and to brotherly kindness, love. For of these things are yours and abound. You will be neither barren, not unfruitful in the knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ. For he who lacks these things is short-sighted even to blindness and has forgotten what he, that he was cleansed from his old self. All right, so we're to be fruitful in our growth in the faith. Because of God's generous provisions in Christ, Peter is encouraging us and his readers to build upon their foundation of faith. When you accept Jesus Christ as your Savior, that is your foundation of faith. And then you begin to build on that. The initial acceptance of God's love 
with the Christian virtues of goodness and knowledge, self-control, endurance, godliness, brotherly affection, and love, these are graces. These are graces, sometimes called the ladder of faith. And they are the, they are the fruit of sharing in the divine nature. Each successful quality seems to spring from the previous one. So we go, we spring up to the next and we're climbing steps. Useful and fruitful Christians have an abundance of these qualities. On the other hand, those who lack them are blind and short-sighted because they have forgotten the cleansing from their past sin. That's what Peter said. That's what Peter said in 8 and 9. So the spirit versus the flesh. We have this battle going on inside of us. The next scripture I want to go to, and it's not going to be in the power, is John, John 15. Let's start with John 15, 1. I am the true vine, and my father is the gardener. He cuts off every branch in me that bears no fruit, while every branch that does bear fruit, he prunes so that it will be even more fruitful. You are already clean because of the word I have spoken to you. Remain in me, and I will remain in you. No branch can break fruit by itself. No branch can bear fruit by itself. It must remain in the vine. Neither can you bear fruit unless you remain in me. So here we have Jesus telling us that he is the vine and God our Father is the gardener and we are to produce fruit. And God the Father prunes us. He corrects us. He disciplines us. Whether we like it or not. If we're his child, we're going to be disciplined. The fruit illustrates Illustration calls to mind that the vine and the branches must produce fruit. That's us. The mention of love first in the list, loving behavior, comes through the power of the Holy Ghost by faith. Love is first. God is love. Self-control is placed last in Galatians in the, this list that Paul gives us for emphasis because all the works of the flesh reflect Lack of self-control. Holding in our passions and our appetites. There's no need for a prohibitive law when people live and exhibit love and self-control. We didn't have to have all these laws that we have now when people live by a different code. Your word used to be your word. But now we have to have more laws because mankind cannot control himself. Now, let's look at this um, ladder of faith. The ladder of faith, it starts with faith. The substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. We begin with faith. Then on this ladder, we're going to climb this ladder. We start with faith, and then we come up with virtue and goodness, depending on which Bible you're reading. And virtue and goodness is right action and thinking. So you receive Jesus Christ, 
as your Lord and Savior, and you change your actions. You begin to think different. You begin to act different. And then the next one is knowledge. Facts learned through study and experience. I am going to stress knowledge today because it's the word in me that changes me. We can't get too much word. Get in a Bible study. I had this hunger as a young woman for the word. And so I had Bible studies in my home. I would find any woman I could find and have her come on Tuesday night and we would study the word because I needed to learn it. We need that hunger again. That's what I want God to give you today, a passion and a hunger for the word. Because the word is what is going to change you. It's the word. Because after that, we get perseverance and we get endurance. You cannot stand when the wind blows if you don't have the word in you. Larry and I feel like we've been through some trials and I know that it was because we knew the word that we could stand through it. It started in August. It's time for it to be over. <laughs> but we have to endure. It's the ability to hold fast. It's the ability to hold fast. When my husband was in the hospital, I went home at night. I went home at night because I, okay, God, you take care of him tonight, and I'm going home and get some rest. I knew that was the best thing I could do for him. I left him in God's hands. Amen. I wasn't doing him any good. Next comes godliness. Godliness. Godliness is like God in character. We are supposed to Look and act like God. Now, that doesn't mean, because we're made in God's image, that doesn't mean that God looks like me. But it means that I need to look like God. I need to act like God. I need to feel like God. Next, we go to brotherly kindness, which is an affection. It's loyal habit of being kind and thinking. It's really picking up God's character more. Do you see how we're growing into God's character? And then he becomes brotherly kindness, love, a godly, loving heart like God. That is our ladder of faith, our ladder of faith that we need to climb. We climb that in our faith. Now, go ahead. And at the very top is going to be brotherly kindness and love as we climb that with the Lord. All right. Okay, Lord, where did I leave? Lamentations 3.40 says, Let us examine our ways and test them. Let us return to the Lord. Have you examined yourself today? Yikes. But God is requiring us to look at our hearts. Look at your life. When do you have time for God? When have you put him in there? We need to examine ourselves. 2 Corinthians 13, 5, it says, Examine yourselves to see whether you are in the faith. Test yourself. Do you not realize that Christ Jesus is in you? Unless, of course, you fail the test. Here he's telling us that he expects more out of us because we're followers of Christ. We're not like the regular people. 
we're children of God. Now, Galatians 6, 7 says, Do not be deceived. God cannot be mocked. A man reaps what he sows, and the one who sows to please his sinful nature, from that nature will reap destruction. The one who sows to please the Spirit, from the Spirit will reap eternal life. Let us not become weary in doing good, for at the proper time we will reap a harvest. And if we do not give up, therefore, as we have opportunity, let us do good to all people, especially to those who belong to the family of believers. Here we are being encouraged by Paul. We're being encouraged to, to check ourselves out, see what we're reaping. You reap bitterness, you're going to get bitterness back. Anger, you're going you're gonna to get it back. Reap, sow love, sow love, sow faith, sow goodness, those fruits of the Spirit. Sow them into your life and to others' lives. And know that there's a contest going inside of us. It's between the Spirit and the flesh. Galatians 5, 16 and 18. It says the Spirit versus the flesh. It says, I say then, walk by the Spirit and you will not carry out the desires of the flesh. Aha. Uh -huh. So if I want to get rid of the flesh, I need to walk by the Spirit. Oh, okay. For the flesh desires what is against the Spirit and the Spirit desires what is against the flesh. These are opposed to each other, so that you don't do what you want, but if you are led by the Spirit, you are not under the law. All right, so there's this battle that goes within us. But the more words you put in yourself, the better you're able to defeat the enemy. It's the word in you, folks. That's really the message for the day. Let's get some word in us. There is an ongoing struggle of strong desires and cravings in the flesh. And it's necessary to consciously walk by the Spirit and in faith in order to overcome the desires of the flesh. We have to set our face and be determined that I'm going to overcome the flesh. The flesh is my sinful nature, the sinful nature of mankind. I want to be controlled by God. Now let's go to 1 John 2, 15, 17. Do not love the world or anything in the world. If anyone loves the world, the love of the Father is not in him. For everything in the world, the cravings of sinful man, the lust of his eye, and the boasting of what he has, he has or does comes not from the Father but from the world. The world and its desires pass away, but the man who does the will of God lives forever. This is John talking to us. John is telling us, do not love the world or anything in the world. That seems like a tall order, doesn't it? And we can only do that by the Holy Spirit in us. I think we can do this once we realize what we're here for. We're on earth 
to discover who God is, to love him, to praise him, to give our life to him. And then the test is over and we live eternally. And believe me, we're not going to be sitting in rocking chairs on a porch. God has this huge universe. He is going to have us doing marvelous and wonderful things. We're going to have adventures together with him. Hey, that makes me want to go. So this is just a little test. It seems like it's longer, but it's just a little test, really. It's a little test. I want to pass this test. I want to be like what John has said here. I want to live forever with Christ Jesus. Romans 7, 18 and 20. I know that nothing good lives in me. That is in my sinful nature. For I have a desire to do what's good, but I cannot carry it out. You ever have days like that? Yes. Yes, we have days like that. It's like, I didn't want to say that. I didn't want to do that. I didn't want to feel that way, but I am. We have days like that. For what I do is not the good I want to do. The evil I do not want to do, this I keep on doing. Now, if I do what I do not want to do, it is no longer who do <laughs> I who do it, but it is sin living in me that does it. It sounds like a riddle. It's a riddle, but it's sin living in me. It's sin that makes me do what I don't want to do. Bottom line, sin. What am I thinking? What am I being that, I, that I'm allowing sin to have power over me? What a wretched man I am. Who will rescue me from the body of death? Thanks be to God through Christ Jesus our Lord. Christ Jesus. Discipline is punishment used to control a person who has done wrong. It helps them gain self-control. All of you parents, you know, you have to train the child. You smack their little hand or no, 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 the fire is hot. They need to be trained. They have discipline. They need to learn. Well, it's the same way with us adults. Same way. We never get out of that. God wants to control us, and he will allow us to suffer the consequences of our actions. Reaping what you sow can be the discipline that God uses, and it's painful. Sometimes if we do something really rotten, we have to. We have to live with that. The law was given to motivate man to walk out of the flesh. Law was given to change your actions. All right, we have the law. Let's look at the Ten Commandments. Honor thy father and mother, do not steal, do not kill, etc., etc., etc. That's to motivate you to do good, correct? So the law is just there to motivate me, for me to learn some facts. But the motive to walk in self-control is to be all God has called you to be, to walk in his character, to reflect his character. And how is that possible? How is that possible? By allowing the Spirit of God to move in you, to work in you. Let's look at some characters. Let's look at Moses. Moses was the meekest man who walked on the earth. He had this personal 
relationship with God. I mean, they had personal meetings. Just the two of them would get together. And God used him to take this huge crowd of people who didn't know God and move them to where God wanted them moved. And Moses was given rules. And one time he let anger, one time he let those cantankerous people, I would have gotten angry on Joshua. They went with those spies, the 12 of them. They came out. Let's go back. They were controlled by God. They were walking in faith. The other 10 were afraid because he's given us most of the New Testament. But Paul used to be Saul. And as Saul, he was a member of the Sanhedrin. He was a Pharisee. I bet you. But he went where God sent him. He was so controlled. There was one time when Paul and Peter disagreed on something, and Paul corrected him. He was controlled by God, not by emotions or what was going on. Now let's look on the other side. Those who go to Nineveh and preach a message. And he goes the other direction. And he goes, and so he ends up going to Nineveh, and he preaches an eight-word message. Eight words. He says, 40 more days, and Nineveh will. Instead, they lied to the Holy Spirit. Wow, don't lie to the Holy Spirit. They're both dead and buried. King Saul, this beautiful man who grew up to be saved. He is so controlled by God. He's made this chant, gratify the desires of the sinful nature. For the sinful nature desires what is contrary to the spirit. And the spirit what is contrary to the sinful nature. They are in conflict with each other so that you do not do what you want, but if you give yourself over to God's control. Give self-control knowledge. You have got to get in the word. You've got to get in Bible study. You can't have too much. It is, you know, I've been reading it for a long time, and I find it new. Because it's a living thing. It allows the spirit power to move and breathe life into you. He wants us to look at our timetable and see where we need to give more to him. Self-control in order, in order that we can be who God has called us to be. And God has called us to be his disciples, his people. He has a plan. He has a plan for America, and he needs us to pray for our country. He has a plan for our... And we need self-control. Father, we just thank you, Lord, for your love. Lord, we want to yield today. We want to yield to you, Lord, our flesh. We want to children, and we love you. And we look to you, Father the author and finisher of our faith. Amen. Thank you, Lord. That is a good word. Thank you, Barb. Mm-hmm. Um, what we're going to do is, uh, as we end out service, they're going to be here available. Um, before you 
completely disengaged. I want to want to offer something right now. And if everybody would just again close your eyes to green pastures, and He leads us to still waters. And I just felt like, and sometimes it feels like hell. To say is that Jesus Christ came to this world and to still waters. But I want to offer you a chance. He is not a control freak who has come to give you a list of rules. He's come to love and to lead you with, but you have to receive him. Because if you're here right now and you have never accepted Christ, make atonement for all of your wrath. And my Lord, as my healer, as the one who redeems me, I ask you now to fill me up and bring me joy. Lead me to peace. Lead me to prosperity. Lead me to healing. In the name of Jesus. Amen. So as we dismiss this morning, if you prayed that prayer for the first time, I want you to come over here. And I want you to let one of these people know.